due to recording issues. We're recording everything in 30-minute segments. So there might be like some contingency errors, continuously errors. You know what? Some Next time cuts. we should just make a commercial. We should make a fake commercial. I'd be so good at that. Oh my god, you should do it. Can you do it? Yeah, I would love to actually. I don't know where I was going with that because I was going to say like, this is a sponsored podcast now, but it's only sponsored by you. Well, speaking about sponsorships, that does bring us to um, something that I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, Have you, both of us have people that we know in some way, shape or form that have gained like social media popularity. And what I've noticed with those people is that they have like their own personality and then their social media persona and a lot of times there's like a disconnect there that i think is a little weird and frustrating and like morally questionable definitely i would have to agree with that um i was just talking to joey about this the other day and i was saying like this is a little weird to know this person um in real life and then also hear what they have to say like online and kind of see that it it's really weird that it doesn't add up and as a like an IRL friend it is a little bit I mean like questionable is really the only word it's like really mm-hmm. questionable which is why like I can't fully get a hundred a hundred percent behind the whole um getting famous through social media because at least if you're like um like the original YouTube creators like created content. They created something funny. Um, they created like storylines, plots, scripted, edited, things like that. But now all of social media persona is all about how people like look and what their personalities are like, but they don't actually create anything. Mm -mm. yeah and i feel like everybody has made a youtube channel in the last year like i can name three people that i know in the last month that made a youtube channel but they're not actually creating anything not in the last year but before yeah Yeah. i definitely would and those videos were scripted like i wrote scripts for those or i like wrote outlines for those and like what we're seeing now is just people like recording their day or just like sitting down in front of a camera for 30 minutes and uploading like whatever comes out um, which you think would be more authentic, but just comes off as like more inauthentic, like people who are very obviously in it for the wrong reasons, I guess. Oh, yeah. But it's so hard to like battle that. Ar- oh, well, it's ho- so hard to make an argument against um, like the like social media personas now because mm-hmm. it's like you can make a lot of money doing it. And yeah. all you have to do is just pretend to be this person. But in my own opinion i feel like you shouldn't go into something if you have to pretend to be something that you're not yeah Um, it's kind of like working in a field that is wrong for you but pays a lot yeah so i don't know i feel like a lot of times people who go into the social media persona business are really lacking some sort something in their life and they can't like actually figure out what they need to do um in order to like make an impact on the world for example that's one of the reasons i like well i don't know i really dislike lily pods as you may have heard <laughs> in our last podcast but maybe we you have listen through it yes <laughs> well maybe they didn't listen through it all to it all the way through because it was pretty bad quality <laughs> 
Oh my god, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was Um, awful. But she, her content is like insubstantial. There is nothing I can gain from it. And yeah, maybe she is kind of creating, but she's mostly creating because she's pushing herself as a persona out there. Other YouTubers create because they want to share their like love of makeup and they want to teach other people how to do their makeup tutorials or they want to um, share like the short films that they make um, that have some sort of like message like they like attempt to do it at least or they um, make content that's like encouraging or like inspires other people to create be creative or telling their own story in hopes that it'll like uplift another person. But I don't know. The stuff that's coming out lately is just so shallow. Mm -hmm. Like I feel so – watching all of it, it just feels so like – you could watch it for like three hours straight and like be unsatisfied and feel like you've done nothing as opposed to like, you know, when you watch a really good movie, you spent three hours in the movie theater, but you're like, oh my god, I want to do that again. Yeah. And like – we do watch all this stuff all over, over and over again, but it still literally does nothing for us. It doesn't You're make like us grow better. You're like looking to find something that's not yeah. there. It doesn't make anybody grow as a person. It doesn't really build or uplift. It only pushes forth the creator's agenda. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's interesting because like youtube started as a place where people who didn't feel comfortable anywhere else could like have a creative outlet um and now it's like the opposite of that like those creators are gone from the platform because they don't feel comfortable there anymore and like when i made youtube videos throughout high school and like when i lived in philly it was like when i actually had that weird thing happen where i was gaining like 100 to 200 subscribers a day which was nuts but that was like i didn't like being in philly i didn't like where i was i was uncomfortable i was depressed i was being like hounded by this ex-boyfriend so that was my outlet and now it's just like, oh, well, I want to be famous and I want to get money. Yeah. It it really comes down to what their purpose is. But I feel like any way you phrase it, somebody who just wants to push their persona can still um, can still say, like, well, I'm creating a really nice community for people who need it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, but technically you're not because you're depriving that community of the ability to actually create a real life community yeah um but i don't know i like i definitely know that there you can totally meet people over the internet and stuff like that and there's just so many so much about it um just because we do live in this new age so it's like really difficult to navigate that line between being authentic and being a person who like pursues their passion and and therefore that's the reason they like create and then there's like the people who just push forth their own agenda to push forth their own agenda yeah well and it's like very obvious too when you have those differences like you used Lely Pons as an example and I'll just stick with that like she's on the side of the spectrum where it's like you can tell that it's money motivated it's ego motivated there's like no substance nothing makes sense she just puts something out to get her paycheck and like gain more followers and then on the other side of the spectrum you have a creator like i don't know like l mills who i really like because each video is like very intentional tells a story and is feels like old youtube content because it like 
it has a purpose it has an intention and like you walk away from it being like wow I could do something like that and not like god I wish I had those five minutes back (laughs) yeah um and I feel like true like true creativity um inspires other people to create their own and not to be jealous of what the creator has Mm -hmm. yeah Um, exactly like sticking with Lele Pons for example she really only like showcases like really like hot girls or other creators trying to push their own content um i think she has a couple friends though that i've like perused their youtube channels and they're like trying and like i can like appreciate that they're like trying and experimenting with like new film techniques and like seeing if it works out um but yeah i can totally appreciate that but i don't i don't even know where i was going with that sentence i just totally got lost in like the brainwash that is lele pons but like even if you say like yeah i'm using my platform for good but like what good have you really done yourself um i don't know in like all the content nowadays is also like just totally messing with like students minds like i work with middle schools and high schoolers mm-hmm. and like the stuff that the middle schoolers watch have absolutely nothing in it all of all of it is unintelligible like they like speak some like garbage words and they just put sounds together and then create like a weird script like based off of like characters from video games and stuff but there's no sort of structure there's no sort of substance nothing that they can learn and a lot of my students just have so much trouble keeping up with a story and I'm pretty sure it's because of like the content that's being created nowadays yeah Um, um the human brain is meant for uh pattern detection detection at like the base Mm -hmm. that's how like the brain solves a lot of problems is because um we learn things from what have already happened before and we pick up on patterns like for example in a story there's always there's always a main character who wants something there's a problem there's a solution and an ending but I don't know, no matter what the problem may be, even if it's a silly problem, it's got a structure and it's got like just a little tidbit of like what real life is like. And Mm -hmm. also in this kind of like deprived era that we're in where like kids aren't being forced to go outside, they just stick in, they just stay inside and then they watch like YouTube or whatever comes up on their feed and they're not able to actually relate in real life like a lot of my students have goals that are just like um we'll make um we'll make guesses based on common occurrences like I asked the student like what does a red light mean and they were like I don't know I was like what do you mean you don't know (laughs) you drive I'm pretty sure you've ridden in a car at some point in your life and seen the light like they just it like goes over their head. So I'm mm-hmm. totally like that's also my whole spiel about like why create like creators should also push to stay um, substantial because whatever content you create does have some sort of effect on somebody like no matter how little and it- like I don't want to be part of a generation that like kind of pushes this shallow insubstantial reality on like others. So yeah 
I agree with that. I have um, no idea if any of that made sense. I just kind of went for it. For me, it just all kind of feels like like bandwagon culture. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. So we have a friend who is like a – she has like a travel blog, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that like really irked me is that her thing is that she goes to a place for like three to four days and then writes like a – things you have to do in this city like travel post and one of the Mm -hmm. places that she went was my hometown yeah Um, and everything that she wrote about in that post i like wholeheartedly disagreed with it was all like touristy shit that was supporting businesses that weren't local to albuquerque like weren't Uh native new mexicans or places that had already like established themselves were the only places that she went to or wrote about because they were aesthetically pleasing yeah. Um, and I think like that kind of like bandwagony, like, oh, stay at this farm that like celebrities stay at so everybody knows about it instead of staying at like the little bed and breakfasts that are in Old Town or like eat at this place because it's really pretty instead of like mm-hmm. this restaurant that's literally built in an old like Pueblo and has been in the middle of like Old Town Albuquerque since literally before the states were the states like Mm -hmm. 300 years old i feel like that's super dangerous because you're just teaching people to like value the vanity of things over the substance like the restaurant isn't pretty it looks like a garbage mexican restaurant but like it's completely family run like you're supporting local businesses you're like building into that story rather than just promoting i don't know like bigger corporations or like transplants like this one one of the restaurants that she called out or one of the places that she went to was this farmer's market Mm -hmm. that's in like an abandoned um railroad track Uh that i used to break into in high school but that's fine sorry mom (laughs) um (laughs) and like that thing was supposed to be turned into housing and then they said well we're not going to do that but we'll have a farmer's market there instead and it's like a whole foods farmer's market like it's just people from like whole foods come and sell their stuff there um, rather than being like local people are being turned into housing, which is like the one thing that Albuquerque like desperately needs is <laughs> affordable yeah. housing. It's just kind of yeah. hard. And I like I feel like I see the same thing with some of our other friends who have taken up um I don't know, like social presence is that they're not they're just doing it because it's what they think is cool at the time. Like everybody has a YouTube channel, so I'll make oh, yeah. a YouTube channel or like everybody is like playing this video game so i guess i'll play this video game yeah like they don't have a deeper insight to contribute so like with the travel blogger she didn't experience the culture so she can't speak to the culture so she doesn't have anything of like value to contribute Mm -hmm. and with like people who jump on to like i'm gonna make videos about me trying funny products like they didn't have a passion for filmmaking or anything before that so there's like nothing of substance there to contribute other than like i'm here (laughs) yeah pay attention to me definitely um yeah like there's just there's so much to speak about on that um just because so many people can just argue against you like oh like what about this person like they're putting out content to um like that doesn't they're putting out content that doesn't really matter and stuff Mm -hmm. but i don't know like there's like a huge difference between people who like create and then people who just want to gain revenue um, and it's it's super obvious, like, to me, but I know that it's so hard to differentiate that because there are so many creators and there's such a huge, like, 
tolerance for everything right now that everyone's like no let them be themselves let them let them figure it out but like at the same time if if one of your friends sucks at something you should tell them before they try to make it into a full-blown career you know what i mean especially when that's the goal like to have a career if it's a passion and you're just doing it for fun yeah make bad stuff i don't care I make bad yeah, paintings, go for it. but I like to paint. Really. But like, if you decided to like, if you were like, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to paint because I love it, I would probably <laughs> you be would like, be like mm, time out. <laughs> I would be like, are you okay? <laughs> Did you hear what you just said? I was like, do you see that painting of a flower? <laughs> Looks like a <laughs> vagina. All right. <laughs> yeah, it did kind of look like a vagina. <laughs> I have not even seen your painting. <laughs> okay. Do you – okay. I guess I was going to ask this, but then I forgot. Um, okay. Do you feel like all these people that are just kind of jumping on the trend and are, like, becoming Twitch streamers or, like, starting blogs or, like, YouTube channels or podcasts, do you think that they're just doing it because they, they feel like they need to be validated in some way that, like, they think they can only attain by – Oh. Like – Yeah, gaining a following definitely i definitely Mm -hmm. think that there are a certain like group of people not saying that everybody is like this and like again like i don't know like well i didn't say this already but like i don't know like people's story and i don't know what like um what's going on behind the scenes um but yeah a lot of this like insubstantial stuff that's happening is definitely stemming from like some insecurity Uh, a lot of these kind of shallow creators came out during the vine epidemic you know what Mm. i mean um and like they didn't have to put too much effort into creating content um but if you were cute and you were like slightly funny you got a lot of attention and i definitely think that like because of that it like like it was an easy thing for people to do it's like so easy for someone to like pick up the phone and like change their appearance and then be valued for Mm -hmm. their appearance and even though there's like this big push to be valued for like what's inside your head and what you do like at the end of the day like people still feel valued for about like how people look at them and how people view them and so like I don't know. A lot of these creators are just like cute. Mhm. That's it. Like they're cute. <laughs> like that's their whole basis of existing. Like people mm-hmm. watch them because they're cute. Yeah, it's like the Instagram models. They all just have oh, nice yeah. butts. Yeah. I and have blonde unfollowed. Hair. Yeah, I have unfollowed many Instagram models. Like if it makes me feel bad about myself, like I'm like, you know what? I'm going to mute this, unfollow. Like yeah. if it like if I realize like the fakeness and I like start like getting like upset about it, I just have to like unfollow because I I really can't have that toxicity in my life yeah i feel that way about like people too like it doesn't even have to be like the social media presence regardless of if you have like a ton of followers or not like there are people that i know from like high school and college that just the way that they present themselves on social media is like Mm -hmm. so gross and fake to me that i just don't want any part of it oh yeah and i really don't know what to do like or how to better explain this epidemic because people are going to hear that this and get like upset about it right and they're gonna Mm -hmm. be like no like 
um, they're going to feel like attacked or be like, I'm not shallow. I'm not this way. I do it because of this, 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 and this. And like, you just really have to ask yourself, like, what are you putting into the world? What exactly mm-hmm. are you putting into the world? Like, And also, like, if tomorrow you, like, started a stream or, like, uploaded a post or, like, made a video and nobody read it or watched it, would you make a video the next day? Like, would you care that you had no following anymore? Because if your, yeah. like, genuine answer is, yeah, just because, like, I like to create and I like to do this and it's an outlet. Like, I love to write or I, I love to make these little films. Or, like, I like to play with makeup. I don't care if anybody watches it then sure. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like those people are like in it for the right reasons. But if your answer is like, no, I wouldn't, I'd be devastated. Yeah. Then Then there's something wrong. There's like a disconnect. Yeah. And I mean, there is also still like a fine line with that because once you like do start making create, creating your career, (laughs) like then you definitely still have to cater to your audience now Mm -hmm. because they're the one providing your livelihood. But at the same time, you still have to be true to who you are. And, like, if there's, like, a point in your life where, like, you're asked to sell out, like, if you really truly care about, like, what you create, like, you won't. Because, you know, you always hear the YouTube stories about, like, even, like, the big YouTubers who do create substance, they, like, suddenly got lost in all of it and, like, had, like, a huge burnout period. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just had to because they were doing too much for other people like i don't i don't know you just have to make sure that it's your actual passion and that you're not fueled by the attention you receive from other people like if you are doing things that are contradictive to like your real life online um then that's probably a side that you should you know take a look at what you're doing and like how you're going about it like I don't know if you're like venturing into like the social Mm -hmm. persona thing like you really really have to be aware of your intentions like every step of the way because otherwise it's so easy to get lost in other people um putting their value on you and then um like feeling like insignificant and also, like, losing the actual inspiration that you used to have to want to create. It's true. And I feel like, like, just to clarify, there can definitely be, like, a healthy social persona. Um, like, I'm super introverted, but in, like, the videos that I would make or, like, things that I post, they're, like, really upbeat. Um, they're, like, a lot higher energy than how I just am like day to day I feel like that's fine because there's not like a disconnect between your morals you're just like you're presenting it's like when I have to like train people at work or like give presentations I'm like I'm more put together my thoughts are more cohesive and there's like a higher level of energy that doesn't mean that like that's not authentically me it's like when the yes the person that you're like you're presenting has like different beliefs and like different morals um than what you like actually obtain i think that's where you get like a little bit a little bit into muddy waters every every social persona is a highlight reel Mm -hmm. but playing up that persona is so 
harmful. Like, like I don't the know people to... who go to Disneyland and buy the candy apples to take a picture oh, with them and then throw yes. them away. Oh yes, don't waste that candy apple. Yeah, Girl, like I don't even like your motivation apples, for buying something is a picture. <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong. Like think <laughs> about like. <laughs> Think about the people who made that apple. Like, it took that apple six months to grow <laughs> from a tree, y'all. Some poor Disney employee dipped that in caramel for six hours so that you could enjoy it. Yeah, that caramel was handmade. They probably broke, like, three or four popsicle sticks before they got that one in that apple. All right? They made like, their own butter from their own family cow and, like, exactly mixed it with sugar that they grew themselves. <laughs> I really, though. But, like, it's so true. I'm teaching students right now about cause and effect. And, like, every little thing you do has an effect. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Be aware of your social media presence, y'all. That's why I, like, struggle to post things online because I'm like, ooh, people are going to think I'm being, like, super fake. Like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to, like – and then, like, also, like, sometimes my intentions are, like, not the best. Like, oh, I want to post this because, like, I want to show people that I'm better than them. Mm-hmm. So, like, when that, like, thought pops in, like, it's like, ooh, got to check myself. Not going to do that. Not going to post it. Like, yeah, there are days when, like, you feel cute and you can be like, oh, shoot, like, yes, I'm going to post something. But, like, it, it's all about intention, honestly. Yeah. It's like, um, I don't know. I When Kyler and I first started dating, I would post on Instagram, mm-hmm. like, every day. We would like go out and take pictures and I would post every day with like all of these hashtags. And then I realized, oh, like, yes, what I the fuck that. am I doing? Like I take pictures for fun, but like I want my Instagram to be like pictures of me, not like places mm-hmm. that I went. Like if I, if there's not like me having fun in the picture or like me, yeah. I took the picture like when I was happy. Like uh-huh. it got to the point where every time there was a sunset, we'd stop what we were doing and we'd get in the car and we'd drive to the beach and take pictures. Oh, <laughs> and wow. it's like that's stupid. Like you're it should be full of pictures that I want to look at. I don't care scrolling yeah. back through if I took 16 pictures of Huntington Beach like at 5 yeah. p.m. I do care about like bad pictures of my friends, like pictures of food that I ate, like pictures of Disneyland. Yes. Like that's uh, what I would rather have on my Instagram because it's like not for other people to look at. It's what I want to look at. Yeah. I don't know. Um the effect you make matters, people, to the one person who listens to this podcast, who's already technically listening to it since he's here. It's true. You're um, recording it in your house. It, it, yeah, it's true. Anyways, that was the whole spiel on social media presence. Hopefully, I didn't talk around. I feel like I talked in circles, but like really. I'm sure really, we both guys. did, but at least there wasn't a five-second delay. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Anyways, um, are you still working out? I am. So actually, I am working out with Kyler now. So every day I like do my cardio by myself. And then when Kyler gets home from work, um, Mm -hmm. he trains me, which I thought I would hate. But I feel like it um, is like actually working because I have somebody there to like keep me accountable and like tell me what I'm doing wrong and what I'm doing Uh right. And it's like, I don't know. It's been a, like it's interesting to train with somebody who's like also your partner because he'll say things to me and I'll be like I'm not doing that until you change your attitude. Like you can talk to your clients <laughs> like that, but you're going to be peppy when you talk to me. 
but no it's it's totally um, understand. it's nice i feel like overall like my migraines have been have been pretty bad uh the last Ooh. like six months but like my yeah. my energy level and like my will to like do physically active things and eat better has has uh mm-hmm. improved because it's like i'm not the only person invested this in anymore like kyler's also yeah. a part of it Definitely. I like once thought about like getting an overweight dog so that I would have to walk it and <laughs> therefore fucked. And therefore have to walk myself. But then I was like, I was watching this comedian who was like, you don't just ask for an overweight dog. And I was like, yeah, you don't ask for like a special needs animal. They come to you. And I was like, yeah, you're right. That's yeah, pretty, they do. It's pretty rude of me. So I'm sorry, all you overweight dogs out there. Billy's getting kind of chunky. I look at her sometimes and I'm like, I need to get you a treadmill because you can't get heart disease and die. I love you too much. Oh my God. You have to live forever. Kyler gets mad because sometimes I'll just go, I'm going to be so sad when you die. And he's like, why would you say that? (laughs) To the dog, of course, not him. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) I'm like, I'm just going to be so sad when she dies. And he's like, why would you even say that? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Our... (laughs) our fish died and joey was very upset about it he was very sad i was also sad but less sad because i had no emotional connection to the fish really do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert i am an ambivert so see here's the thing is like first interactions will set the tone for my entire relationship with people so if like i met you and i was like crazy i will continue to be crazy for the rest of our relationship mm-hmm. like with like birds of introvertism somewhere in there but if i met you and i like didn't really like i was like timid and stuff i would <laughs> i would um probably be really timid throughout our whole relationship also my husband just sent me he apparently overheard that part about the overweight dog and (laughs) just sent me a picture of an overweight wiener dog (laughs) no that's so mean you can't adopt a fat dog just so that it'll inspire you to work out (laughs) i won't like i thought about it because i read the story of it like happening to that to like this one guy who was also overweight but then because he was like inspired because he didn't want his dog to die he like started walking with the dog and they both lost weight together that's really cute yeah right that's like i would do that if like walking my dog wasn't putting her at risk for a heart attack because she's terrified of everything oh yeah that's true she has that like yellow collar anxious i'm anxious is that what it says (laughs) that's what it says did you see that i'm anxious (laughs) Our old roommate Marina tagged me in a in a comic, and it was like two dogs talking to each other. And one of them was like, "Hey, you ready to go to the party?" And the other one's like, "Yeah, one sec." And it like walks off screen and then comes back wearing the anxious vest. And he's like, "I just had to get my jacket. I'm ready to go." <laughs> that's the best. I wish they made those for people. I know that's was my first thought I when I bought it. Oh my god, that's such a good present. A bomber jacket that just says anxious on the back. <laughs> in like bright yellow. Yes, in bright yellow. Is the bomber jacket bright yellow or the words bright yellow? Oh, I could go with either. <laughs> you just wear it all the time. <laughs> all right, should we wrap and then up a shirt, on a high and then note? A shirt, yes. With our yes. favorites of the week. Ooh, yes. Okay, currently 
my favorite. Well, I just finished Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, mm-hmm. the actual the one that was based off the manga. Because apparently there's two. Luckily, yeah. we watched the good one. So mm-hmm. we watched the good one. Wanted to cry. That third episode or whatever is really terrible. Mm-hmm. Hated that episode. I was eating dinner during it. Lost my appetite, and I was like, I can't do this. Is that the one with the girl and the dog? yes okay i completely lost my appetite i like had a full plate like you know it's bad because you know i love food and i'm also on Mm -hmm. a diet so like Mm -hmm. for me to like stop eating (laughs) it's a big deal (laughs) um but yeah just watch that currently on the umbrella academy amazing Mm -hmm. and ariana grande's new album hey yo okay favorite track your favorites Oh, of are you asking me? Yeah. Okay. My favorite track right now is either um, Needy or mm. NASA. Ooh, those are both of my answers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Twinsies. Wow, they're so same good. Same but different. Same, they same but different. So good. They um, are so good. I definitely relate with Needy because Joey always tells me I'm Needy, and so I was going to, like, sing him the song one day. But yeah. Same. Didn't work out. Get that a lot too. Cool. Those are both really good um, favorites. I have watched um, Full are... Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Uh, I have not started uh, Umbrella Academy yet, though. It's on my list. Um, it's really good. We started it last night, and I stayed up like forty-five minutes past my bedtime <laughs> to watch to finish the episode. Wow! I'll have to start it. Yeah, let's. You see. should. Any uh, other favorites? Yeah, I have skincare. A couple. Skincare. You knew I was going to go there. That's why I brought it up. Oh, my God. I am in yes. love with my Laneige sleep mask. I've used the lip one yeah, like every really night. I'm for... debating and then we both gave up on each. But anyway, I How much love is that it? mask. It is like $22, I think. Um, the okay. face sleeping mask, they're like water night mask. Uh, I got the lavender uh-huh. scented one and it's 25 got But it. like my skin looks and feels amazing. We are on like no makeup and I cannot stop taking selfies. <laughs> Ooh, uh, yes, girl. Ooh, it's so nice. Slay. So that's my skincare fave. I'm pretty much obsessed with it. Mm. Um, and then I finally got around to watching Bohemian Rhapsody, which is the Ooh. like queen slash Freddie Mercury biopic. Yes. Um, and I like went into it kind of cautiously because I love Queen, um, mm-hmm. love Freddie Mercury, and had like heard from some of my uh like friends who are part of the lgbtq community that Uh they didn't love it and they thought that he like wasn't portrayed Mm. well and (laughs) their like main argument was that it like was not gay enough um and then i watched the movie and it is like like at the end i turned to kyler and was like i mean that was pretty gay like they (laughs) (laughs) in like the best way i mean they there's a lot of like implied um yeah acts that would take mm. the movie from being pg-13 to r oh yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. i like did some more research about it and i guess the argument is not that the movie like didn't portray enough of like the gay side of his personality it's that in the moment where he came out to his like fiance mm-hmm. he said i'm bisexual and she said back to him no freddie you're gay uh-huh. which from the research that I've done is like how it actually happened. And they're mad that it was portrayed like that because they think he should have made the decision and blah, 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 blah. 
Um, when in reality, like that's how the situation happened. So I don't feel like they yeah. should have lied about it. It's a really fun movie if you really like yeah. Queen songs. Um, pretty good. I Other love than that. Malik. Oh yes. Well, with the prosthetics, he's like still kind of cute. I'm not mad at yeah. it. <laughs> you have to get halfway through the movie. They're pretty like they really overstated the prosthetics. To be fair, yeah. I love Freddie Mercury. Had an Is overbrite, it- but not that bad. I liked him in um, the night of this one of the night of the Smithsonian. No, night at the museum movies. I don't know which one he was in. I think it was the Smithsonian one. I think it was the he first was the, one because didn't he play the he emperor? Was the, he was the Egyptian prince. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, very attractive. I feel like because he was like a main character, they were trying to save him, weren't they? Or was he the one telling them about the tablet? I think he was the one telling them about the tablet. I feel like but that yeah. might be the way. I also just dropped an earring on the floor, and I have no idea where it went. <laughs> you sound so far away from the mic right I'm now. I'm so sorry. Like under the, <laughs> the I am. Table. I'm literally okay. We're gonna take the mic <laughs> as we. Okay, we are now all under the table trying to find my earring. Oh yeah, I just got these. You know that I don't wear earrings a lot or a lot of jewelry. Um, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, you used to wear necklaces all the time. Yes, necklaces I'll do. Ah, that's so bright, and I dropped it on my toe. But other than that, I don't really wear, like, a ton of jewelry. And now I don't wear a lot of necklaces because they started irritating my Oh, neck. no. My little sensitive my little sensitive neck. Oh, no. Okay. But, yeah, I guess those are, those are my faves of the yes. week. Also, uh, uh, oh, God, what's her name? Lizzo is my new favorite, what? like – artist of the week she has some really oh, good songs i saw that on your story okay i'll have to check her out but soon to be favorite is probably how to train your dragon three um gonna cry definitely gonna cry because in the trailers they go there were dragons when i was a boy as in past tense and so i'm already crying oh my god when i think about it have you written anyway, any how to train your dragon fan fiction oh yeah well, one. Okay. Next one, week, and we it was read like, it live. Oh no, one, and it was like it's like the absolute like most cliche fan fiction ever. Like there are a million just like it, so I'm not really that proud of it. Wow. But one day, I'm kind of I might get back into it. When I was on the Full Metal Alchemist kick, I was highly thinking of getting back into it. But I was, like, too embarrassed to sit down and, like, write a whole fan fiction. Yeah, understandable. For, like, three hours. Anyways, I think that about wraps up our show, unless you had another favorite. No, sure. that's it. I mean, I'm sure I could think of one, but. <laughs> All right. Why would we? We must come back with more facts and stuff. I feel like we should be better prepared for these podcasts. Well, you know what? Yeah, we should. We really should. It's an issue. We really should. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> Hello. That was really, really bad. See you in two weeks.